Hey folks, I just wanted to jump in here at the beginning and let you guys know that this is a two-part episode. So if you haven't listened to the first part, go back and do that. They were uploaded at the same time, so it should be in the queue right before this one. Alright, I hope you enjoy. Is it difficult to... I, you mentioned it earlier, but like to maintain that like work-life balance because you want to be <clears> with your family? Um... I guess it, it could be, I guess it could be difficult for, for some people, but, um, in the beginning it, it was very difficult because, um, I mean, I'm an hourly employee, you know, right. like a lot of Americans nowadays to where you're, you're an hourly employee, you got to clock in, clock out, you got to be somewhere at a certain time and you, know, you got to base your life around that. Um, ever since I've, you know, started being, kind of upper management in, in the company that I'm in, it, it's more, you know, flexible. It, it's definitely, it's definitely better. Um, uh, I know, you know, Allie doesn't like when I answer the phone at home or, or, you know, right. stuff like that, or, you know, answer phone calls or, you know, have to send an email or whatever. But, you know, the way I look at it is, you know, I could, I could, you know, leave work if, if something's going on <clears throat> or if something happens, you know, I'm not tied down by, by a time clock uh, or, you know, by me running a whole entire shift or anything like that. You know, I've, I've kind of, you know, put myself in a position to where I can, you know, not necessarily do whatever I want, but it, it's more or less if, if something does come up, I have the flexibility to where, you know, I can leave at a moment's notice if something right. went down and be there rather than having to ask permission or anything like that and have to go through that whole ordeal. Right. Um, so I Which think is, that we're going is, to be... It's what, we, it's what we didn't have in the in the very beginning all the way up right. probably up until when Jackson was born was, you know, there was a strict schedule of, you know, I, I took my work very seriously. Yeah. But... Um, and I, I know it. You seem like that guy who takes their work very ser- seriously. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's, it's, it seems less serious just because, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I rely on other people to get the job done. But right. in the in the past, it was you know I'm that guy being relied on to get the job done, mm-hmm. and you know, that was that was my whole you know mentality from back to, you know, the beginning of the podcast when, you know, I had that come to Jesus moment in my mom's basement where, you know, either you get a job and you, you make this right, or, you know, you go the other way. And as soon as I I got a job over there, uh, my uncle actually got me a job at Klosterman and I was like, I need to, I need to move up as fast as I possibly can. I need to show these people that I'm worth what I, what I am. And what I, what I try to tell people is like, you know, you can do that if you have the right support system at home, if you have the right care at home, if you have somebody that, you know, I, I try to tell everybody that that is being an hourly employee or, or somebody that wants to move up, they're like, hey, how did you do this in, you know, five years' time or how did you become an hourly employee and now you're this? Uh, it, it, I don't say it's my hard work. It, it's, a lot of it is the sacrifice of, of the people at home that are, mm-hmm. you know, if you have a family, it's it's going to be, 
you know, that person at home with them kids and, you know, that's at home is going to be the one that, that makes the most sacrifice. Um, so that's, I mean, that's, I think that's kind of a little bit attested to how, you know, me and Allie have that kind of unspoken, you know, we do things around the house without, you know, having to tell each other type of deal mm-hmm. because, you know, she did it for so long that like now I'm, I'm at a point in my career where, you know, now I can start to contribute. I'm, I'm comfortable and I can sustain, you know, I could more or less sustain the family by myself. And, and that's what my main goal was. I don't want anybody to have to work besides myself. And, you know, right. That was the whole thing, but it, 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 I mean, it took a lot of sacrifice to, to get to that point. And I think that just made us stronger as a team. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a double A team, baby. It's a double A team, baby. So I think what I was asking you was, uh, do you feel the irresponsibility, responsibility is at that extent outside of your kids? Yeah, I think, um, I think it, it's more or less the persona that you you bring off to that those nieces and nephews more or less than being an actual father figure to those nieces and nephews um they don't see me every single day but you know they know who i am they Mm -hmm. they've you know um i know you know i have a big impact on my nephews just because they're older and they can remember that you know uncle alex is gone he's he's in the marines he's not here and you know they understand that and they look up to that and it's it's one of those things where you know i never really knew or at the moment in the moment when i was gone in a way that you know it would have an impact on anybody besides myself or, or my immediate family but once like i hear that you know one of my nephews wants to you know be in the military like his uncle alex or you know is is drawing school like activities and he's putting you know what do you want to be when you grow up I want to be you know a marine like my uncle Alex it, it kind of hits different like 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 man I actually had an impact on this kid and you know I, I wasn't really there but they were you know thinking about me the whole time or even even like the perfect example is um, so my little brothers are eight years younger than me they're twins so when when I was in the Marines, my little brother Connor was uh, what was he? He was probably probably ten, eleven years old. He, he was very young when I, when I would come home and stuff like that and surprise my family. And and now like he he's in the Marines. He he's active duty in the military right now. Right. And and the the reason that he wanted to go was you know I I want to you know. We have that unspoken brotherhood between my brothers. Like, hey, I'm gonna one up you. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be better than you, which is, you know, good as long as you're making the right decisions. But, mm-hmm. he, I mean, it, it made a big impact on him, and and you know, you know, I didn't really talk to him that much when I was in the Marines. So, it's, I think it's more of if I could answer the question better, it'd probably be more of not what you do in the moment, but but how you carry yourself, uh, you know, outside of, you know, being there all the time. Right. Because they're, they're going to remember, they're, they're, they're going to obviously remember, you know, when you're around and stuff like that and what you did, but 
but it's more or less what people are saying about you, like your your loved ones, like, oh yeah, he does this, and you know they get intrigued on that stuff, and and stuff like that because they're not around you all the time. So I think earlier we talked about how um, actions kind of like display who we are or like how we impact our children or something like that. But I think with like nieces and nephews, like the story. That's even more. Yeah, exactly. The stories that other people tell may be more yeah. important than the actions that we um, take. If I had to, if I had to pinpoint it down to uh, kind of a an analogy, um, I'm big on analogies. I don't know if you've noticed yet, but <laughs> if I had to, if I had to pinpoint it down to an analogy, it would, it would kind of be like, like if I'm in high school and you know. The if I'm a freshman in high school and the seniors are talking about you know this dude used to do all this stuff and he ain't there he's not in high school anymore, you know that that's kind of how that's how my whole family is like even like the stuff that I learned about my father you know mm-hmm. before I was born and like while I was a child and what he was doing, you know I, I didn't hear it from him I heard it you know secondhand from my uncles like his brothers or you know family friends and stuff like that and that made me you know look up to what you know look up to him like oh yeah like okay you're you know you're this i i want to either be like that or i want to be better than that i want to one-up you because it's i i like the whole my family's big on one-upping people so it's it's more or less because we didn't hear it straight out of your mouth but we heard it out of somebody else's mouth that way when you come up to me and say something i can say oh well they were saying you were doing this and I'm doing better than you. So what do you got? You know what I mean? Like, what do you got? I, I do it to my dad all the time to this day. I mean, we're, we're both in, 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 you know, I would say equal positions in life. Uh, he's, you know, 50, 51 years old. I'm 29. So I, I kind of go up to him and, and I'm like, Hey, what's up? I'll, I'll name off, you know, stuff that we're doing in his you know, facilities are doing the same thing. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we do that already. You know, it makes me feel good, but it's like, you know, we kind of relate that way. Like, hey, okay. Like, he gives me advice, you know. I'll tell him what we're doing. I don't really try to give him advice, but, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I get that. Like, I have an older brother and a younger brother, but, like, I very much am always competitive with them. Like, I want to be... yeah. Like, I want to be, like, doing better than them for any, in any circumstance, like, making more money, having a better job further in life, like, like, when me and my wife bought a house, I was like, fuck yeah, like, my brothers are still in apartments, I don't give a fuck about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm the first yeah, one with a house, son. Right, exactly, like, you don't, you don't yeah. even understand. It's those like, small wins. Exactly, it's those micro, like, those small wins that, like, kind of, for lack of any other like term i guess um, the perfect perfect, perfect example of of how how me and me and my my dad are are we when i first was signing up for the military um so i was i was 17 years old so they my parents had to sign for me so we went to the recruiter's office and and uh it's i'm sitting down in a chair in eastgate at the recruiter station i know where and, i was Yep, I'm sitting there in a chair, and you know my mom's on my left side, my dad's on my right side, and so we we get to a portion of of the questioning to where the recruiter asked me, hey, okay, do you, do you want to sign up for active duty or reservist, right? 
so at this moment i i knew that my dad was like in he my dad was in the marines so was my grandfather but i didn't know the extent of what he did so i knew he was in communication and stuff like that whatever but I, I at that moment when he asked me that i looked at my dad and i said what did you do and he was like i did reserves so he did reserves which you know immediately if you're active, you for active duty yeah, so I looked. I didn't even say anything. I looked at the recruiter and said, "I want active duty." So I like that's that's just how we are and how we're raised is you know, do better than the person before you. To, you right. know, not not necessarily like we use the one up term and that's fine. It sounds kind of conceited and cocky, but it, it's more or less you know, better yourself better than they were and you know, strive to be better than they were. Do you expect both of your sons to follow the same tradition? Um, like yes. Marines, but let's just like try to be I would, better I would, than you are. Yeah, I would. I would probably say yes and no because it's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I would. I would probably say yes and no just because I don't know. It, it's it's hard to you know try to one up people all the time just because you kind of get this complex about yourself that you know you're always better and you don't want to ever have that it's you know it's not a good look if out in public but you always want your kids to do better than you are so I hope that that whatever path that they take they you know I always tell Ali all the time like hey these kids are gonna be wiping our asses one day these kids are gonna be paying for us one day I hope <laughs> so let's make them let's make them right. Right, no, 100%. Um, so on that, like, your grandfather was a Marine, your dad was a Marine, you're a Marine. Um, what traditions uh, did your parents kind of, like, pass on to you um, that you plan to pass on to, like, uh, your two boys or any other children that you guys plan to have? <laughs> I like how you snuck that in there. <laughs> I, I know what Allie wants, um... So I feel like I need to shoot that in there as she was the best man in my wedding. So that's all right. I respect that. Um, the the you know the one thing that was passed down to me is you know families before anything. Um, right. It's it's before all. I mean, you you at a, at a drop of the hat, I would I would do anything for my family. There's there's no doubt. There's nothing I there's nothing I probably wouldn't do for my family, and that's one of those things that uh, I want to instill in in these kids is, you know, you you might not like your family all the time. You may get frustrated and you know have your opinion on certain things, but you know they had a part in you know you becoming the person that you are. And if if you know if you can't see that, then there's a breaking link somewhere, and you obviously don't understand how they affected you mm-hmm. but for myself i mean like i said i would i would you know i was raised by you know my mom mm-hmm. my dad my uncle my grandma i would live with my grandma for the summers and both my uncles lived there my aunt lived there you know so like i was around my family a lot when i was a kid and they taught me a lot of things and took me a lot of places you know mm-hmm. just off the whim when i was a kid no matter what so i mean that's what's big to me is you know having those family functions getting them out there seeing the family you know family that at the end of the day you know you can have friends you can you know have co-workers but 
your your family's really the only ones that are always going to be there. Mm-hmm. They sometimes you might not like what they have to say, but I mean, understand where they're coming from. You, no, they they know 100%. you. Like friends are good for advice, but like family's family. Like yeah, the one hundred percent. I get it. Like all the guys that I've had on this podcast so far have been like friends and like except for Nathan obviously but like family's family there's people that I would take advice for like it take advice from before I would take advice from any of these guys like you Nathan like even Chris who doesn't have kids but like it's I mean I mean the thing is 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 whether or not they have good advice at least you know that they're willing to try to instill some advice in into what you're doing, even though they have no idea of what you're doing <clears throat> or what you're going through or anything like that. You know they're family, so I'm gonna take their advice before I take anybody's advice on what you know what I should do or 100%. what you know what I should go. And that's you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm taking friends' advice, and it's it's helped me. I'm not gonna say that that no advice is good unless it comes from your family. That's not the case. It's, I mean, you have to pick and choose what type of advice you take, but mm-hmm. I mean, a strong emphasis on, you know, family, family is always going to be there for you no matter what. And that's, that's what I want them to know. Right. No, 100%. Um, like Jackson and river can literally come to like, me or Megan or like literally anybody for any kind of advice at this point like before they go to anybody else or like you or Allie or Chris, Nathan, whatever can always come to like somebody in the family before they go to anybody else for advice and like while the advice we may not give is always good no, it's still there yeah it's there right. and, and that's not to say that, that you want to you know you don't want to sit there and, and, you know, take away from your your kids, you know, asking their friends or asking a teacher, you know, mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? It's more or less, you know, sometimes it kind of works out in a in a in a good way because I guess the kind of advice that I give out. I mean, I'm I'm going to give you the real deal. That's this is what it is, and that's mm-hmm. that's my advice. You could either take it or leave it, whatever it is. You could either use it or not use it, whatever. If you want to, you know, go ask somebody else the same question, that's totally fine. I'm not going to shun you for it or anything like that. There's multiple times where, you know, I want my kids to, you know, be comfortable with asking their peers or, you know, a teacher or, you know, somebody else that's a grown adult, their perspective on what they're doing. And all it does is broaden their horizon on, it gives them a bigger picture of how everybody else thinks and not just, you know, you don't, it's kind of like a, you don't want them to just always come to you for advice, which is not, you know, not bad, but just make sure that the, the, the advice that you're giving them is consistent. What, you know, what you believe in. Don't like, try to veer off and try to, you know, twist it into how it's going to benefit them. Maybe suggest things, but you know, if, if it's something, if it's, if it's 
question, I'm going to give them the honest answer. And if, if they don't like it, then that's fine. You don't have to like what I have to say, but right. you, you have the option, you know, give them that option to where, you know, you can ask, you know, one of your uncles or one of your, you know, aunts or anything that, you know, maybe they have something better. They have a different path that you want to go down. No, I, I, I get that 100%. I think that you should seek advice from as many people as possible. Uh, yeah, the only stupid question is person. the one that you don't ask. Exactly, 100%. Um, this doesn't really apply to what we were just talking about, but like, how does your... Uh, I think you talked about your parents a little bit um, in this last question, but you have talked about them several times in the podcast. But how is your parenting style different from, like, your parenting style? Like, from your parents' parenting style? Um, so... Uh, my dad was... I'll talk about my mom first. My mom was very, very caring. Um, very nice. Always gave us what we wanted. Yeah, um, mom is one of the nicest people I know. Yeah, she she used to let me throw house parties at the house. Just based off of the like we would she would buy us cases of beer to drink at the house just it's one because of she would it's like if if i want my kid doing something bad i want them to do something bad safely at at well her her big thing was is you know i know you have parties i know you do all this stuff but at least i know you're not going anywhere you're you're at one place i know where you're at that that was her whole thing which was you know at the time, was like, okay, well, I feel like I'm getting off on you. That's fine. But now, looking back, you're kind of like, okay, I get what you were doing. You know, it's pretty smart. I mean, pretty keep her, keep them contained. Um, so my mom, you know, my mom would do anything, anything, even you know, both my parents, I, I feel like would would do anything in the world for me. Um, my dad is, you know, my dad more is more of that tough love type of guy. Um, kind of, you know, I don't really, I mean, I've talked to my dad, but we don't have like in-depth, deep conversations, stuff like that. Um, it's more or less, it, it's almost to a point where me and my dad are, are kind of the same person. If you put two, two of the same people in a room, it, it's kind of like that unspoken thing. They already know what the other one's thinking. They already know. You know, they don't have to ask questions. They already know like what's going to happen and what's going to go on. Yeah, kind of, I guess. But it, that's kind of how it is with with my parents. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, my my both my parents are, you know, they 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 try to be involved in in our kids' lives. Mm-hmm. One maybe more than the other, just because you know, my mom has that freedom and has that you know outgoing personality, but. Um, if, if, if your mom is at like every event, like she's at like birthdays at like, oh yeah, Christmas, she, she don't care. Whatever, like I've, I've met your mom substantially more times than I've met your dad. Yeah. My, my dad is more of a, you know, my dad is, is like I said, he's, he's more of the same person that I am in regards to, you know, like I said earlier, how Allie, you know, plans everything, and, you know, I'm kind of there. I show up, and I contribute. That's how my dad is. I mean, he he's not really the type of person that's going to, 
you know, reach out unless, you know, if you reach out to me or reach out to him, he'll, he'll get back to you. He'll talk to you. But I mean, you know, he's, he's got a, a, he's got a family to raise too. I mean, he's got a a 14 year old daughter, so, you know, he, he's doing his thing. But, Mm -hmm. um, if, if I had to compare it to, to how me and Allie raise our kids is we, we have agreed that we want to give our children a life that, you know, we didn't necessarily have. We both come from, we both come from, you know, you know, uh, split up parents having to, you know, travel back and forth to see one another. We didn't really want that. So like, you know, we've had our trials and tribulations and stuff like that, but you know, we've, we've set that aside and, you know, you know, we're, I mean, we're fine. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, we're, we're definitely doing the bigger picture and taking our kids into consideration first of, you know, Hey, we, we want them to have a, not, not necessarily better life than we had. It's, that's kind of a harsh way to say it, but you know, just a, a, a more conventional way of, Hey, mom and dad are mom and dad are right here. Whenever you need us, we're, we're on the same, we're on the same roof. If you don't have to go nowhere to, you know, there's no, you know, mom's not telling you something different than the dad's telling you. It's, it's right here. 100%. Kind of deal. Like as someone who like even separated further from that, like, lived with grandma and like lived with only mom in the summers like you guys are doing a great job of making sure that you were always there for Jackson and River like that's always the case even I know they're still young but even in the event that something does come up you guys are always there to like fix the problem or talk them through it um which is very admirable and something that I hope to um, continue on to my child who will be here in over a little over a week. Yeah. And, and, and that's not to, you know, I don't want that to come off uh, to the, you know, the people listening that that's the way it has to be. And that's the best way there. I mean, if, if I'm, if I'm thinking about my childhood, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm successful. I'm, I'm very successful. You know, Allie has has her, had had her success, her her success, and you know, it 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 doesn't. It's not perfect for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I could I could call my dad, you know, tomorrow morning and have a you know, talk to him and ask him for advice, and he'd give it to me. I could call my mom, and he could he would come over right now and and talk to me and tell me what to do, but. I think, you know, kind of, you know, changing the the outcome of, you know, if if something happens in your relationship, don't don't be selfish and and just go for you know what you think is right. You know, you you got other people to think about at this point, whether they're one month old or a year old or five years old. You got people to think about that are looking up to you and and looking at you. For even more advice, and and even deeper than that, they don't want advice. They're you know learning how to be a person. You know they're they're trying to learn how to live. Right. So, you know it it you know it works for some people. Uh, I mean, it but then it it doesn't work for others. So, I mean, 
it, it is what it is. You, you shouldn't take it, and the listener shouldn't take it as a negative to, you know, try to sit yourself in a in a place where you're uncomfortable. You want to obviously be be comfortable. Have those talks and have those you know have those sit downs and stuff like that, and make sure that it's realistic for both of them. But right. you always want to want to like you know keep. You don't have to put your kid first when you're having those talks because obviously it's it's your you know, it's your thing, but it's it's more or less, you know, keep them in consideration because if you, you know, if you grew up that way, you would want your parents to put into consideration what you had to do as a child and, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Right. Um, on that kind of, like, note, is there... Like, have you had an unreal, like any unrealized benefits of becoming a dad? Like, um, something that you learned post either being a dad to River or Jackson. Like, have you learned something that you're just like, oh, this is something that I continue on to like more of my life. Like something that you've learned from being a dad that you can expand outwards. Um. I don't know. I don't know is always like an acceptable answer. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I mean, the, the only thing I've really changed about myself from becoming a parent was, you know, I, I, I put myself in check. That's the only thing I really did. I, I, I didn't really, you know, change too much. I, I, I kind of, I'm still the same person and do the same things, but I'm toned down a lot. Um, if I'm thinking about something that, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I'm, I'm not really much different. I'm just, you know. You're the same guy, just kind of a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to sit there and, you know, say that, you know, being a, a parent changed my whole life and turned me around and did all this stuff, but, I mean... You kind of you. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It all depends on what you're, where you're at in life, and what you're doing. Some things are going to get toned down, and and some things are are going to stay the same. Um. I mean, like I said before, I mean, I used to, I used to hang out with my friends, you know, constantly. Like I would be with them every single day. Like that was the first and foremost thing that I would do. Um, and I, I toned that down a lot. Um, my friends still know that, you know, I'm there for them if they need to talk or whatever. I'm just, you know, I have, I have other things that I need to handle and they respect that. Um, and, and yeah, there's, there's different priorities there, but you also start to see that, um, depending on how many friends you have and, and stuff like that, how many people you hang out with and how big your circle is, so to speak, um, you definitely, the more you, you know, hone in on your family, the smaller you see that circle get, uh -huh. um, which is just based off of nature. The, the, the people, uh, you know, on the outside are still there. You, I mean, you can talk to them and stuff like that and they'll hang out or whatever. But the people like I went from, you know, having, I don't know, like, uh, like a, a whole, like my whole entire high school class 
like I would talk to and hang out with all the time to now like I conversate with, you know, two or three people. I mean that, you know, those are, those are my close friends. That's what I do. That's, that's my circle right there. Like that's, that's, that's them. And you know, it's, that's, I think that's the, the biggest adjustment and the biggest change that I've seen is that. No, I get that 100%. Um, shifting gears a little bit. Um, so, River's about to turn six. Jackson's close to four. Um, are there any, like, traditions or anything like that that you have instilled with, like, either mine and Allie's family or your, like, your own family that you will be care that you can, will continue to carry on with your own kids? You know, I've, I've thought about this question a lot and <laughs> I've, I've, <laughs> I've gone as far as like, like I said before, I've, I've listened to all your podcasts and stuff like that. Right. And I've, I've listened to everything that everybody had to say about their traditions and stuff like that and what they've done differently. You know, what's what's really weird. And, and this, I don't know. We we mine and, and your and Allie's family do a lot of things very similar. Mm-hmm. We we care about the same holidays the same way. Um it's it's almost like weird when you know Allie starts to plan things for for you know like Easter or Christmas or Thanksgiving and like I look at her and I'm like in my head I'm like my mom used to do that. That's that's what we did as kids. Like, like that's what we did as kids. But I, th- I think like, I think a lot of what we're doing as parents is just you know a direct reflection of what we had as kids. That's that's what we know. That's what we grew up on. So what that's what we're gonna do. You know, one hundred percent. Allie is very much the maternal figure in our family. Um, yeah. Outside of my mom. Like, Allie's, like, that person who, like, she plans things, like, Easter in a couple of weeks is at your guys' place. Like, we're coming yeah. there. Um, literally. Hiding Easter eggs. Yeah, like, two days before our baby is born, we're coming over to your guys' house for Easter. Yeah. Two to three days. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think that I've said that on the podcast yet, but, like, our induction date is the 3rd. Our baby will be born on either the 3rd or 4th of April. Um, How about that? You know what's funny is my my brother's birthday, April third. Cool. So I'm my sure older my older brother doesn't conflict with anything that you have. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, no, like Allie is and has always been. You even said it earlier, like her planning and everything like that has always been that like maternal planning figure in our family. Um, like her. We went out for her birthday one year, and she planned everything for it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm telling you, man, a a, a father, not only a father, but a, a a guy, is only as good as the the person that he's with. One hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. Like uh, you were saying earlier, like talking about like school and stuff like that, like. Some people use that as, like, a daycare, and, like, my wife, who is a, Megan, who is a high school teacher, like, complains about that all the time, like, 
parents who aren't involved or parents who like and yeah and, and that's the yeah. that's the thing is like with with river being in a monastery school when we did the like the orientation and stuff like that they you know kind of told us like hey, we're gonna have you know family helpers or you know mom and dad help in, in the classroom and and ali is you know always volunteering to go in class and you know go in there and get the thing done and you know be that support at school and be that you know environment and and that's the that's the thing is like a lot of these dads coming up i mean stuff goes on i get that i understand you know relationships happen and mm-hmm. happens but you gotta have that that's that I don't know that that rock that you know your whole family leans on, and you know 100%. they're gonna get stuff behind the scenes. They're the, the they're the unsung hero of you know what's going on, and they don't get enough credit enough to you know of what they do because there's so much stuff that they're doing that you know if if I if I sat there and told you everything that that you know they that she does. It it sound like I'm sitting here bragging about her, and I don't want it to sound like that. But like it, it's so much stuff that like it's it's one of those things where like like we're guys, and you know there's little things that we don't pay attention to. Right. There's big things that that they pay attention to, and it's those big things that they pay attention to that you know make a difference. I'm good at like two things. It's like fighting and. Fixing stuff around the house. Those are the two things that I can do effectively. Other than that, Megan is like fixed, like planning things or like just setting things up. And like, other than that, I'm good at those two things, and I can do those two things effectively. And it's yeah. very hard as like a soon-to-be dad to wrap my head around the idea of doing things extremely differently. Well, well, that's the that's the thing is is getting into what you're good at, not being a dad, and then what you're good at when you become a dad, or or what you want to be good at when you become a dad. You shouldn't necessarily think about you know what you want to do. You know what I mean? You don't want to you don't want it to come off as like cookie cutter dad, like oh I learned this in a book type of deal. Right. You know, you have your you have your knowledge and you know things. You're not, you know, any, any man knows stuff. So whether you have a son or a daughter, whatever, they're gonna look up to you and they're gonna they're gonna they're like a sponge. They're gonna soak in that knowledge that you know. Your sole job is to teach them and tell them the knowledge that you know. Now, where where you wrong is, you know you tell them some knowledge that you know that they probably shouldn't know or they need to figure out on their own, something like that. There are but, hard lessons that your kid's going to have to learn on their own. Yeah, exactly. But but that was, that was you know, we're, we're kind of in the same boat of, you know, I see, I see how you are now, not necessarily as bad, but how I was, you know, when I didn't have a child. You know, I had freedom. I had, you know, the biggest thing is free. I, I can do whatever I want. I'm a free man. I do whatever I want. But you you don't really know what's 
what until your freedom gets taken away from you. It's not necessarily taken away from you, but when, when your freedom is consumed with other things that, you know, are important, but now you don't have those things that you consider freedom anymore, or now that those things that you consider freedoms are lesser than, and there's going to be, you know, friends that you're not going to talk to for a while, or, you know, sometimes ever again, and then you're going to have those friends that keep in contact with you and still talk to you and, you know, check up on you. And then that's when you start to see that, you know, okay, this person, you know, they don't necessarily, the cookie cutter, have their shit together, but, you know, you know, they care. They care about what I'm doing. They, you know, they care about people around them. And that's those people that you want to keep close to you and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to describe, but when you, when you put yourself or put somebody else, another person in front of what you're doing and you show other people around you that, you know, I, I, you know, I care about this person more than I care about you. Then you start to see, I mean, that's the black and white of it. I care about my children more than I care about you. I mean, right. that's what it is. And if, if a person can't, you know, come to grasp with that, then so be it. But if they can, and they still try to, you know, talk to you, see how you're doing, then, okay, let me, you know, that's when you start to, you know, kind of make time for that person and say, okay, well, and if that person, you know, has that enthusiasm or, you know, has that drive to make uh, contact with you, then they're going to understand that, you know, it, it may be a while, but I'll, I'll get back to you. It, it's not, you know, it's not going to be tomorrow, but, you know, I'll, I'll get back to you. We'll hang out. I mean, that's what it is. Uh, what was, like, the biggest change you experienced? I think you uh, expressed this a little bit earlier on the podcast, but what was, like, the biggest change that you experienced as a dad post child to like after child i mean the the obvious answer is is what we touched on in the very beginning when when ali and your guys hated me because <laughs> no, i was I, I was an asshole i was i was a dickhead for real i was you, you know were a different guy was you know i was about myself i was you know i was doing some other stuff but you know that that's kind of you know it it I don't know, you kind of got to be, I'm not saying I was doing like, you know, bad stuff, illegal stuff or anything like that. I had a different mindset. I, I right. you know, I had been, you know, went straight from high school to pretty much, you know, the, the biggest fraternity, so to speak, right. that, like that you can go to. The Marines to yeah, it, it was very yeah, streamlined for you. Yeah, I mean, it's... You, you go from high school where your friends are at to, you know, like you said, the military where, you know, those are your brothers. And <laughs> I mean, that's what you have. Mm-hmm. And then to, you know, you take a year off, year and a half off. And I was still with my friends that I'd went to the Marines with and went to high school with. So it was kind of a double entendre of, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know. We, we have these, our connection is even more. And it was hard to break that connection. But, I mean, 
once oh. once you once you break it it's it's once you break it you you find out you know who who is really there for you and and you know wants to be a part of your life and and you know who is i'm not going to say selfish or anything like that but who is has a different path has other things in mind that they want to do that don't really coincide with what you're doing at your time in your life right so i think I think to answer your question, I mean, the, the biggest change for me was, you know, kind of, you know, having that come to Jesus moment where I'm sitting in my mom's basement playing World of Warcraft unemployed, right. knowing that I had a kid on the way. And right. I kind of looked at myself in the mirror and said, look, what are you going to, what, what, what are you going to do about your situation? Right. Fuck what about everybody else. What are you going to do? Because this ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But you're not you, like at the time we weren't going to make any money playing video games or World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft or anything like that. It was a very big change in the world as a whole. Like, yeah, I mean, the world is always evolving. It, the world is your oyster. That's the best quote that I've ever heard is the world is your oyster. It's what you make of it. You can either listen to the media and listen to the politicians and do all that, or you can just not listen to them and just make your own assumptions. And, and that's, I mean, that's the, that's what I fought for. That's what, that, that's what all the military people fight for is, you know, the world is your oyster. Just go out and do whatever you want to do. Well, and it's your decision. If, if you want to be, you know, a single parent, whatever, and you think you can do it, some people succeed, some people don't. Then that's the that's what you believe in. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, want to change your life and you know make it different from what you grew up as, which the thing the thing about me is like my my family's very prideful, so I I, I want to one up my parents. Yeah, like I've 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 talked I've talked about it in this podcast. I, I mean. Our thing is, you know, one up in people. You know, right. I, I want to be, I want to be better than my parents. But I'm, I'm not just gonna get, you know, I'm not gonna separate and fuck all that. I want to fix it, make it better, make it even more, more than what it is. You know what I'm saying? No, I get it. And that's our, that's our, that's our thing. That's why we come up with a, you know, double A team. So we are. You, you're not gonna break up the double A team. Can't break a battery in half. It it would take a, a lot of effort to break a battery in half. No, you're one hundred percent correct. Um, I think we're about at the end of everything. Um, are there any other anecdotes or anything that you would like to add about being like um, a father or a in your specific case like a significant other that you would like to add? Uh. Probably not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my my thing is, is I mean, everybody's different, man. That's what it is. It's 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 all about how you you know how you carry yourself, how you perceive yourself, how you how you think about everything. You know, what I mean, if 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 you think that you know you're gonna have the greatest marriage and you're gonna have the greatest kid and you're gonna have the you know best job and best career, 
then if you think about it, then then you're gonna have that. It's it's not you know it's not far fetched. It's, it's if you like it, then it, then you have it. I mean, you just gotta believe in it. It's not you know. And and the other thing is, I mean, don't don't think that you're you know doing too much or too little for your kid. They're 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 human beings. They they were us one day. Just remember that. Right. So, just when when you think that you know if if you've been a bad parent or you know you're doing too much or you're being a little too extra, you know, take a step back and you know think about yourself. Like, hey, what did what happened to me when I was in, at, at this age or or something like that? And then you reflect on you know how you turned out and and who you are and what happened to you and stuff like that. You know. It's not always good. It's not always bad. You know, you you kind of got to dissect it a little bit. But, you know, don't take everything to heart. It, it, you know, nothing's meant to be taken to heart. It's it's you know, it's it's a free world. So, you can either make a decision or you can change your decision. It makes no difference. But the biggest thing is, you know, being present. That's that's the biggest thing. Being there. That, that's all it takes. It, it doesn't take much more than just being, being there. there for your kids. 100%, I agree. Um, I think the most important thing that I've gotten out of the first, I think this makes eight, nine episodes of the uh, podcast thus far. Um, like, I think we're on nine. Um, is like being there, being present, like just being there for your kids when you when they need them uh, is yeah. probably the most important thing and and the thing is 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 when we say being there it's it, it's not necessarily you know physically being there it's just you know listening to what they're saying mm-hmm. and you know hey it, sometimes river country and say hey daddy i'm going to do this all right cool go ahead he goes and does it. That's all right. He's looking for that, you know, your your child is going to look for that confirmation of, you know, is this okay? Or, you know, sometimes they'll they'll come up to you and say something and be like, hey, well, I'm going to do this. All they're looking for is that they know that it's already good and that's what they're going to do. But they want you to know and to acknowledge that they're doing it. It's it's as simple as like the other day. I, I me and River are sitting here, Jackson's sleeping, and and River goes, "Hey, uh, I said, yeah, you ought to start doing some chores." And he goes, "Oh, what are chores?" <laughs> and I said, "Oh, it's where you know you do stuff around the house for for mommy and daddy because you want to help them out, and you know you clean your room stuff like that." He goes, "Okay, give me some chores." So I said, "Okay, go clean your room," and. He went in there and cleaned his room, and then he came back and said, "Daddy, I cleaned my room. I did my chores." I said, "Okay, you can, you know, watch your show, you know, some candy, or, you know, right. You got to get reward him for it. Don't get me wrong, obviously. But, but it was it was just funny the other day, and Ali didn't know about this, that that I was teaching about chores. So the right. other day, he he Ali comes home and and River goes, River goes, ah. Uh, he said, "Daddy, what are my chores today?" And she kind, of, she kind of looks at him like, "What?" Like, and I'm like, 
I just didn't skip a beat. I'm like, hey, uh, why don't you go pick up your stuffed animals in your playroom and put them back in the, where they go? He goes, okay. Walked in there, put his stuff away. Okay, Daddy, I'm done with that chore. What's the next one? All right, here's the next one. It's kind of like little missions. Hey, here's right, your chore. Exactly. Go do that. And, well, I mean, that's they, they want to be helpful. I think that goes back to, like, that thing of, like, in video games, it's a lot of times like completing quests or completing missions or something like that. Yes. You yes. easily implement implement that into like yeah. being a parent. Like you can give these kids missions or accomplishments or whatever and they can just do them without having issues like whoever cleans his like picks up his playroom or cleans his room or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's just how it is. Yeah, and I I thought it was so funny that he he started to pick up on it and started doing it because I didn't and that's the thing is like before this had even happened I would say probably like two or three years ago you know what I mean like how am I going to get my kids to do chores do I got to pay them like do I got to right. put something on the fridge to you know hey here's your chores you got to check them off every day I don't want to be that guy because now it's now it's like hey this is your job for the house right. but some some families are like that I'm not or anything like that but it, it just so happened that it's a blessing that he comes to me giving him that freedom to think and you know stuff like that uh, hey uh, hey uh, what's a chore uh, hey, a chore is you know you do something and you, you get the job done and, and that's what it is and you may get a reward for it or you may not depending on the severity of the chore make everyone's life easier yeah there it is so then Lo and behold, River loved it. He likes chores. Jackson, on the other hand, probably gonna tell me that you know he'll probably come up and slap me in the face. Uh, give it another couple of years. <laughs> he's he's sick right now. I walked. I came out the other night to. He's sleeping on the couch. He's got a ear infection. And he's got a cold. Right. So he's sick and he woke up, and I go out on the couch to lay with him, and. He's mid-sleep, and I just laid down next to him, and he goes straight to just throwing haymakers at me. And I'm like, <laughs> damn. He's like, get away. And I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry. Fine, and as soon okay. as damn. And, and as soon as Allie comes out, well, well, he's asleep, so I guess I'm going Jax, in here. Jax 100% yeah. is a mommy's boy every yeah. day of the week. He's he. I don't know, man. He's a hard ass. He he. I know he is. He's rebellious, but as soon as mom comes in, I tricked him the other day. This is one thing that you're gonna learn, is that when when you have a child that is like a mama's boy, mm-hmm. they 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 low key love daddy, right? And they'll ask him for whatever, but they ain't gonna show him that they love him. They're kind of gonna give you that tough love back, right. and I'm kind of like, I'm like, damn. Like me and Allie joke all the time, like, hey, he's he's kind of an asshole, like he's kind of a dick. <laughs> but but uh, the other something you learned with like the second kid more than the first kid. Yeah, m- most definitely the the you. I mean, I don't know. Everybody I talked to is was like the the first kid and the second kid are so different that like I don't know. I can even even see it with like. Myself and my brother, uh, my older brother, who, like, we're full, like, we have the same dad and same mom. 
Right. My, my younger brothers have a different father, but I mean, yeah, the the younger one is. I don't know. It's kind of opposite though, because my brother used to get in a whole bunch of fights, and like it, he was, you know, you're not going to say anything to anybody without answering to him. Right. And like I'm, I'm not that way. I'm more like, you know, philosophical. Like I'll talk about it. You know, I'll, you know, see what's going on, analyze the situation. Walk your way out of a problem before finding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll fight you, whatever. I'll throw hands but, if I have to. I mean, I'll ha- if I have to, if I really have to, I will. But, you know, that's not going to be my first resort. I'm, I'm going to try to de-escalate first. But but with Jackson and River, Jackson is definitely the one to just n- not even hear you speak. He's just going to throw hands immediately. But, no, I get it. But I, but I tricked him the other day. And for about, like, probably like a month, I've been telling him like, "Hey, Jackson, I love you," and he wouldn't say nothing. He wouldn't. Even, he would ignore me. Like, just ignore me. I'm like, "Damn, that's fucked up." And then he would come up to me and like do the little heart symbol with his hands and like break it and say, "Broken heart for you, Daddy." And I'm like, right. "Damn, that's messed up." That's fucked up. So kid. one, so, so the one like a couple weeks ago, he's he's watching his show, right? And he's consumed in his show. And Allie was, I think she was going to the store, and I looked over at him, and I'm like, I love you, Jackson. And he, he didn't even look up, and he goes, I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> and I'm like, I looked at Allie, and I'm like, yes, I got one. Score. He didn't know it was me, but I don't right. care. No, I get it. Like, sometimes you're going to have to protect your kids. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. But he, I mean, he's he's warming up. He he knows he's he's starting to come into a to a little boy that loves his parents. He's he's still young, but both of them, not just mom, huh? Both of them, like he loves both his parents, not just his mom. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure the way I am, they probably both love their mom more. But neither way, as as long as you know, I'm in the mix. Right, I'm, as long as you're somewhere in the top ten. Yeah, as long as I'm, you know, top ten, top five, you know, it's all right. I'll be, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with being the, you know, behind the scenes guy. You know, just <laughs> right. <laughs> Teaching the hard lessons if you have to. Yeah. Just you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that guy that's like, oh yeah, here's my credit card. Yeah, do whatever. <laughs> paying for things, paying for things when you have to. Yeah. Uh, I think that about wraps it up. Um, Alex, thanks for doing this. Uh, thanks for being on. Thanks for letting me bother you with all of my dad questions. Um, is there anything you would like to add at the end here? No, not really. Not really. A... You're lucky <laughs> that I was able to drink while I did this because usually I don't talk this much. But <laughs> I don't really like to indulge on my personal information but yeah oh, I get that 100% like I think that it was smart that I prefaced you with alcohol uh, <laughs> you tricked me you bastard yeah I'm a real son of a bitch um, <laughs> <laughs> this is it for high podcasting I'm dad follow us on twitter at 
official dad cast. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify and literally anywhere at this point that you follow, that you look at podcasts. Uh, like and subscribe. Leave us a review on Apple. Um, other than that, I think that's it. Boom. How about that? Hey, Steven, I got a joke for you. Yeah, hit me with it. Hit me with your dad joke. Alright. How do you make an octopus laugh? I don't know. You don't know? No. Hit me with it. You give it ten tickles. God fucking damn it, Alex. <laughs> 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 <laughs>